hello there, and welcome back to the Nerd Podcast. That's Never Ending Retro Dialogue. I am Jordan. And I'm Doug. It is crazy to think, but it is the end of the month for July. I feel like every month is just getting faster and faster. Hey, it, yeah. Just wait till you're my age. Oh, no. I didn't mean that to sound so ominous. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. Uh, but yeah, it's the end of July, so here we are with our month in review uh, podcast for July. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd like to start this podcast by asking how you doing. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm very warm. It's been a very hot month, but it's also been a very stormy month. It has. Yeah. Tumultuous. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the classic Snoopy novel, right? Yeah. It was a dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night. That's what it was. I love it. Um. We recently had to shelter in place at the library. Uh, we were closing, and it was storming, and the tornado sounds were going off. So we decided to go to the basement for about half an hour. Mm. That was a fun time. Yeah, we came home uh, that night, uh, Maddie and I, and uh, Sharon was down in the basement. And she said that, yeah, sirens had been going off for quite a while. Uh, we were out of town for one of the things that I'll be talking yeah. about here soon. And... Uh, we were lucky enough to miss. We we got hit by a storm in Lima, but it wasn't near what it sounded like it was here. Yeah. It was not fun. Yeah. But I think it's also kind of strange because it's July, and really, I don't remember it being so stormy in July. It's, you know, weird year, right? Yeah. And now the heat's coming from, from the west. Yeah. It is there hot. It's hot. I'm, I'm a sweaty bear. What? <laughs> wow. I don't know why I said that. Wow. Okay. Not editing that out. No. Well, that's what the episode is going to be called, The Sweaty Bear. The Sweaty Bear episode. There we go. I love it. That's the new Care Bear, right? Oh, yeah. Sweaty Bear. <laughs> sweaty Bear. Yeah. What, what would be his special power? Um, perspira- perspiration? Perspiration. Perspiration. He's just sweating all the time. He helps to talk, uh, detox. Yeah, there exactly. Go. Oh uh, my God, we've gone into call a, us Hasbro. We have gone to a dark place. Yeah, a dark yeah. and sweaty place. We have a dark and sweaty place. That's uh, yeah, uh, that's the swamp. <laughs> the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. And let's see. We are three minutes in, and the show is completely derailed. It's derailed. Yes, that's a record. <laughs> that's got to be a record. Oh lordy. All right, so let's try to move on beyond that. Yes. Uh, So what would you do this month? You know, I feel like I didn't really do too much. Um, I feel like this was a month that I laid a lot of groundwork for, like, future episodes that I can actually talk about the stuff now when it's completed. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm trying to think if I did. So my big thing was I got... uh, I, I was working more on mystery stories, mm-hmm. so I got super fixated, hyper fixated, if you will, a classic Jordanism, hyper fixation on murder mysteries. Um, so I was bouncing all over the place watching a lot of them. Uh, I was watching Murder She Wrote. Nice. Did you watch that? I yes. When I was a kid, yes, watched Murder She Wrote. It's a pretty goofy show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. I so I watched that. Jessica's the the queen though. Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Fletcher. Because I was thinking about how many murders she solved, and it's got to be, I mean, hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. Because there's 12 seasons of that show. Yeah. So I oh, was... it lasted a while. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Um, so I started hyperfixating on different sleuths. Uh, I subscribed to Peacock this month mm-hmm. to watch the show Poker Face. Did I tell you about this? You've you've mentioned Poker Face. I don't know. Yes, I po- think. Did you? Yeah. Go ahead. Explain it. So Poker Face is a TV show with Natasha Lyonne, and it's done by Ryan Johnson, who did Knives Out, and Glass Onion, and Star Wars Episode Eight. But I hesitate to mention that because it's so divisive. <laughs> but Poker Face is a really great mystery show. I'm half. Well, I'm over halfway done with the first season. I'm on episode eight out of ten. And it's basically about this girl who can tell when somebody's lying. Like, she has the supernatural That's ability right. okay. to tell. Yeah. 
And so I've been watching this show to study, you know, like amateur sleuths and murder mysteries. And what's really cool about Poker Face is it's like, it really reminds me of Columbo. Um, cause much like Columbo, you see the murder happen in the beginning okay. of the show, but it makes more sense, I think, to see it because you have to know, you as the audience have to know when somebody's lying mm-hmm. because it's not like there's like a bulb that goes off over her head or anything. It's just, she just knows that they're lying. So you have to know when they're lying as well. So, uh, yeah, I just watched, uh, the seventh episode, which is about racing and that was a really good one. Um, so I have three episodes left, but I've been taking it kind of slow because of the strike. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many, how long it'll be before season two shows up. Uh, but Ryan Johnson is really good with the mystery stuff. I, as I told you, I just watched Knives Out for the first time. That was also part of my research, and uh, that was really good. Great movie. Yeah, love Knives Out. So Glass Onion's next on my list. I think you'll like it. Yeah, we, we we've already watched it twice. Oh wow, we enjoyed it very much. Yeah, so that was my big thing was um, all the murder mysteries. I was watching Columbo. I was watching uh, a Father Brown, of all things. Oh, nice. You know that's one? Yeah. Father Brown is a, if you're unfamiliar, it's a, he's a, a Catholic priest who solves mysteries. Yeah. Uh, it's got the guy who played Arthur Weasley in it from Harry Potter. At least the new one is. Well, I should say new, but they're on ten season 11, I think. So. Yeah. Uh, so I started watching that, and I don't know why, really, because I was like, I don't know if I, this would be for me. But I read a cup. I read a story of Father Brown, and I have a collection of Father Brown, and I wanted to see what the show would be like because the in the in the books in the short stories by G.K. Chesterton, he's kind of like a periphery character. He's not the main character. Oh, you just kind of you follow this detective. I don't know if they're all like this, but I'm thinking they are probably, but uh, or at least the early ones maybe. But he's like. He solves the mystery, but he's not. It's not from his point of view. Oh, so I was okay. curious what the TV show would be like, and they obviously had to change that because you can't really do that on TV. That'd be a little hard. Yeah. yeah. So, I started watching that. Uh, what else did I do? I'm curious. Yeah. If if you'll allow me to ask. Yeah. Uh, especially with your penchant for for BBC. Yeah. Stuff. Have you ever watched the Idris Elba a series? I believe it's called Luther. I have where not. Where he's a detective. I have not. That's a good. Point. I should watch that because Idris Elba's great. He's awesome. Have you watched Luther? I have not. Okay. Uh, it's I've got it queued up so I can okay. watch it. I forget which streaming service has all of them. Um, but I saw them. I'm like, ooh, so they've got it in my queue because I'd like to give those a watch. Yeah, that's a. I forgot about Luther. That's yeah. A good, I think that might be on Netflix. Yeah, I, I forget which one. Uh, I know I was flipping through one day, and I don't think it's Netflix, because I'm not on Netflix uh, okay. that much anymore. Yeah, me neither. Might be Amazon. Well, I was going to say, Amazon has a BritBox, so that it could might be, be it. Maybe that's it. That's, Anywho. that's where I get all my BBC content, is BritBox. Luther. Luther, alright, that's, that's on that's, the list. That's homework. Um, yeah, so, it's been a very mysterious month. Nice. And you did release a new dandy. I did. I released like uh, two dandies two this dandies. month, I think. Yes. Um, they were, one was about a killer car, uh, which was inspired by the movie The Car, not by Christine, but by the movie The Car, which, uh, not Josh Brolin, uh, James Brolin, his dad. Yes. And um, the other one was called Now You See Me, which is about the Invisible Man. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Now You See Me was... I liked both of them. Now You See Me was, was quite good. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed them. I thought that that one was a little more twisty, a little more fun to write. Mm-hmm. The car was a little more straightforward because it's about a killer car. There's really not much you can do. It's, it's a killer car. Yeah. But you had an interesting... Uh, both these stories went in, in very different places yeah. than your previous Dandy stories, so... It uh, and he was a little bit more ornery. Yeah, I I I liked that. Yeah, like I I think because I watched Knives Out, I started writing him as a Southern detective. <laughs> so he's a little more, um, you know, a little more yeah, like you said, ornery. So I don't know though. <laughs> we had an attack on the fridge. Our friend John, I'm sure will. Recognize the, <laughs> the, the sounds of Gus. The sounds of chaos, Gus. Oh man, the chaos bringer. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's been pretty. Uh, like I said, um, 
I'm trying to think if there's any other. Uh, I, there are BBC has a lot of murder mystery shows, mm-hmm. so I was going through all those and trying to decide what to watch and um, and trying to decide what to read because I was reading some Poirot and some Sherlock Holmes and uh, what else was I reading? I have a lot of mysteries at home. I haven't started reading many of them, but it's. There's a lot. There's a lot of mysteries out there. And because I work at the library, I can just go and get, you know, whatever. Which anybody can get them from the library, but, you know, I'm there all the time. So I'm like, oh, maybe I can. you got the inside track. Yeah, I've got the inside track. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's been a very uh, murdery month. A very murder. A very murder. There we go. Yeah. Very murdery month. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jeez. I feel like every time we have an end of the month podcast, I have a different hyperfixation. Ooh. Well, maybe we should start tracking yeah, track this. It. We'll have to go back and listen to to previous months, and then maybe we can chart it. Yeah. You know? Well, and, you know, and, and th- see where when we come full circle. I was going to say, they, they go in circles, though, because I've definitely, this isn't the first time that I've, this is not the first time that I've been hyper-obsessed with, with detective fiction. Well, and while we're tracking yours, uh, hyperfixation, we can track my laziness, you know, because it seems like every every month I say, oh, I'm going to read this, and then I don't. Yeah. So, and sorry for that extra noise. Oh, that's okay. The cat was trying to destroy my uh, vintage uh, video game cords, and we can't be having that. Ooh. So, but yeah, so, had to close the bat cave. <laughs> oh well, I didn't do a whole lot much either myself. I uh, I did finally read your book, oh, yes. Night of the Slug. Night of the Slug. So um, my unbiased review is it's one of the greatest pieces of uh, <laughs> literature that's ever uh, hit the stands. Uh, but no, it it was a very fun read. Thank you. You have to anyone who's familiar with goosebumps i think gets that vibe yeah it, it, which which is a high compliment it, it was very much very much a fun little read um i i don't want to spoil too much but obviously uh the main character is a is a young lady who has just moved to the town mm-hmm. of normal ohio which is there such a place <laughs> um but yeah i i really enjoyed it it, it was it was a quick read I thought it was fun, and had it, and it had some tense moments. There was actually a couple of moments where I was, I was like, "Oh my God, what's going to happen?" <laughs> Good. What, what's like, going on here? I'm glad to hear that. So yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend it for anyone who wants some lighter fun mystery. Ooh, yeah. I could totally now. Of course, my mind when I read stuff, especially stuff like that. Starts going and it plays a movie in my head, mm-hmm. right? And and um, and I was I was, boy, I was able to produce one. <laughs> so that could definitely be a movie that you would see on Sven Gulli. Oh, nice! So that's a pretty high compliment. Yeah, okay. I liked it. So it's available on Amazon. Amazon, correct? yep, and uh, th- and through the Marysville Public Library if yeah. you're. And I'm sure, area. will you still have copies for sale at Minicon? I will. I do have some copies for we, sale. Well, you know what? My gosh, we need to talk about Minicon. Because that's going to happen before the next end of the month. Yeah. Yeah, so Minicon is a thing Jordan puts on for uh, the public library for the town of Marysville. And um, it, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a little mini Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, it's going to be in the pavilion again this year, right? Yeah, so I'm hoping it's not too hot because you just told me that August is supposed to be hot. Yeah, we'll see how it is. So, but hopefully it's conjecture. Ah, hopefully we'll it, the shaded area stays shaded enough. Well, there is the the little splash pad that yeah, people can go we to. Can all run they, through yeah, that. but yeah, it's fun. If uh, it's Saturday the twenty sixth, yep, one to five, and yeah, one to five at the Marysville Pavilion. And uh, yours truly will be there with a table of comics and and other uh, fun things. Yeah. But there's usually some great artists, other artists there, and and uh, of the local variety. 
who was it last year that I was next to? Uh, Emily Wigglesworth. Yes, she'll be and, there. And, oh, she'll be there again. Yeah. So great artist. I love her stuff. Um, and then uh, will Mr. Nino be there yes, this year? Yes, of course. Oh my gosh! So it, there's no go. party like a Nino party. It's for anyone. Look, just <laughs> come so you can talk to Mr. Michael Nino. Yeah, that's that's why you need to come. And the important thing to note is that it is free to get in. It very very much so. It's super free. Yes, super free. Um, and then yeah, you might find something you want to buy. Yeah, there's going to be quite a few few cool vendors there this year, and. Uh, there's always a cosplay contest yep, for there's the a kids. Cosplay contest. Well, and adults. Uh, yeah, it's for everyone now. But yeah, there's a cosplay contest, and there's we don't do panels really anymore. But this year we actually we can't do panels because the basements are being used for the book sale. So at the same time, oh, you could go to the mini con and then to the book sale. Nice in the basement of the library. Oh, I, I love the library's yeah. book sale. That's and awesome. And that's going on the same weekend. So even if you can't make it that Saturday to the book sale, you can go back but yeah it's gonna be a pretty cool time um it's always fun yeah it's it's crazy that's so close yeah i think it's exactly one it's, it's exactly month, one month away it's a month away yeah so jeez it's gonna be a good time I need to start getting my inventory ready yeah me too i need to well, i think i have everything that i'm gonna be selling but nice i think what kind of titles will be representing Hotcakes Comics? So, I haven't put out Hotcakes Entertainment, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> I haven't put out anything new this year except for Night of the Slug, so it'll be Night of the Slug will be there, my Gordy book, my Detective Dandy magazine, Poetic Justice, which we did together, and Drawing on Employment, which we did together. I think that's it for me, because I ran out of Midnight Sun. Wow, okay. But to be fair, with the... Um, Drawing on Employment and Detective Dandy uh, and uh, Poetic Justice. They were cheaper, so I have more copies of them. Ah, okay. Whereas My, uh, Midnight Sun was completely full. Or wait, was it? Was that black and white? I can't remember. I think it was black and white, so I must have just split them with Aaron and we both sold out. So That's awesome. Yeah. So those will be my offerings. No and short then, stacks? No. Those are all out? Yeah, those are all out. No egghead? Nope. Well, you know what I'm thinking about doing? Is having uh, collecting everything that I've done mm-hmm. in a book form, oh, and calling it like the Hotcakes Reader Volume One or something like that. Nice. That way, I don't have to worry about uh, re- reprinting a bunch of books. I can just do like, here's Short Stacks One through Three, and here's Egghead, and here's this, and here's nice. that. Nice. So I was thinking about putting them all together in one book, almost like a Hotcakes Omnibus. Omnibus, yeah. Love it. So I was thinking about doing that for maybe next year. Yeah. Have that for space. Yeah, because that's going to be more expensive, so. Time to hit the lottery. Yeah. Wow, yes. <laughs> that time has been here for many years. <laughs> so, But yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about doing that because I thought, oh, you know, then you could get. But then you could also kind of have an interesting tracking of, like, everything that I've done in terms of, like, growth and material. and. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because you got to get your something like water in there. Yeah. Man About Town. Man About Town. Yeah. Yeah. I need to publish Man About Town, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I have many, many Man About Towns ready to go. Awesome. But, well, very good. Yeah. So, it hasn't been super productive, but it has been a lot of groundwork being laid for mm-hmm. other projects. Things to talk about months to come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the, about the only other thing that I did was... Um, the A4 mentioned when we were out driving through all the storms, Maddie and I went and saw um, A.J. Croce at uh, the Lima uh, Convention Center. And those who are not uh, familiar with him, he is the son of Jim Croce, who was an, uh, an early 70s folk artist, uh, I wouldn't call him rock and roll, um, who is absolutely just amazing. My dad loved him, and that's why... My dad played his music all the time, and so that's how I got hooked on to him, and that kind of passed that on to Maddie. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so this is the 50th anniversary of his first uh, record contract, um, record deal. And so, yeah, he's going, he's traveling around. I mean, he's going all over the country. Um, it, was, it was pretty wild, but it was an absolute amazing show. Um, he's just got this really distinct voice um and he did a uh, 
I did not realize. Maddie already knew. I I thought when we were going, it was he's only playing his dad's stuff, mm-hmm. right? And um, and he started the first two songs he played was was his dad's music, and then he went into some of his own, and I'm like, oh. Okay, but it was great, and he he is an amazing piano player. Oh. the the amount of energy. I mean, he was just bouncing around and just just hitting those keys. It was just it was great. Um, and the the uh, band members he had with him. I mean, my gosh, it was it was it was a who's who of people you've never heard of, but <laughs> then the people that they've worked with. Oh yeah, it was just insane. You know. You know, uh, one guy was big in New Orleans, and he and he played with Dr. John for oh, wow. years, and then the Neville brothers, um, and whatnot. The guitarist played with, you know, uh, the list of bands that the guitarist played with was just crazy. The drummer was the most, the one that just shocked us the most. So he played for Van Morrison, or okay. played with Van Morrison, right? And he actually went out to California with him. But it turns out that this dude um, was was approached by this up-and-coming uh, company that was going to be doing some stuff, and they wanted him to lay down some tracks and so for one of their characters, and so he did. The name of the company was Henson. <laughs> <laughs> the dude was when you hear Animal play drums, this dude was the guy that was what? the drums. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Crazy. I don't know up to what point. Yeah. But he was the, he was the original drum tracks for Animal. Wow. So, um, that was pretty wild. And, and then A.J. Croce himself, uh, we did not realize. I knew he had been an artist his whole life. I did not realize who he's played with. He opened, he opened for Floyd Dixon, who who was a great blues uh, songwriter and whatnot. He opened for BB King. Uh, he opened for Ray Charles, um, and whatnot. It was just he he seems like he spent a good portion of his life more in the blues and and his original stuff. You really get that. Um, but yeah, that was a great show. It yeah. was. You know, we had a running joke, though, that Maddie was probably going to be the youngest person yeah. in attendance. And she was. Oh, okay. <laughs> there were a few more younger people there than what I had anticipated, but we're talking, there was probably only 10 people that was in their 20s in attendance. Um, I couldn't see everyone up in the balcony. But that being said, even I was still... <laughs> One of the younger yeah. people that was okay. in attendance. But it, it was an absolute, absolute great show. Um, we've already said that if he, he was ever close again, he is going to be in Cincinnati at some point. But uh, I, I forget if we looked at the date that wasn't going to work out, but it's like, yeah, we want to see him again. It, yeah. it was a great show. Because um, even with his dad's songs, he put his own spin on them. And... Uh, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, absolutely, absolutely loved it. Um, but yeah, and then we missed all the storms. Oh, yeah. Um, even my grandpa called me the next day wanted to make sure we made yeah. it home okay because it was really bad in Ada. Wow. And, uh, I mean, we literally got hit with a little bit of rain while we were eating. And then driving home, we hit a little bit of rain. Hmm. But nothing, nothing crazy. Wow, that's good. So, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering about that, because I think I saw you put up a selfie, like, right at the time that I was in the basement of the library. Oh, jeez. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. Well, the show okay. was not interrupted or anything. The show must go on. It must, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, that was fun. I, I don't do concerts a whole lot. The last one we did was the Weird, Weird Al yeah. concert last year, um, and that was the first concert I'd been to probably pre-COVID. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was nice. We enjoyed it. Yeah, that sounds good. And so I'm glad that you guys had fun and that you missed all the storms because it would have been terrible to have to like. It's good to nerd out on music every once in a while as I've lost my phone. (laughs) I know what you're looking for. Oh, jeez. 
terrible. Oh my. But yeah, so. <laughs> what else you got? Well, I did go to Indianapolis the other day. Oh. Oh, that's right, for the yeah. Kurt Vonnegut. I went to the Kurt Vonnegut Museum. Nice. And library. That was pretty cool. Uh, it turns out Indianapolis is not very far away from where we live. No. It's only about three hours, if that. No, Indianapolis is an easy drive. Yeah. The GPS took me a little bit of a strange way, I thought, but... Oh. Yeah. How the have you go? It took... Well, I thought I was going to get on the highway, but it took me to... It took me four south. Yeah? For a long time. To 334, I think. Really? It didn't take you up to... Didn't take you up to Indian Lake and then hit 33? No. Huh. I don't know if that was the quickest way or if it was just because I was coming from a certain way, but it took me a very strange way. That is odd. But seeing where, you, well, I mean, where you guys live. Uh, well, yeah. I was coming, well, I was picking somebody up. So I was coming from near Scott Farms. Oh, okay. Which is near four anyway. So. Yeah, that's, that's still kind of odd. It was weird. Because when was, we went to Kokomo, didn't it take us up to Indian Lake and then 30? I don't remember, but it didn't take us this way. Yeah, we did not go that way. No, but it was really cool. And uh, we got there, we saw the museum. Um, and there were three stories to the museum. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's bigger than I thought it would be. The first floor is like... A rotating exhibit, I think, because mm-hmm. it was like jazz and Kurt Vonnegut, and that's also where the gift shop is, and the something, and about, and, a, and it was also about banned books, so I think that might be rotating, I'm not sure. Second floor was uh, his personal life, which is where the, la- the not the laptop, the typewriter was, mm-hmm. which was the highlight for me, seeing the typewriter, although I think it wasn't his original typewriter, because it was just out in the open. Yeah. There was no glass. You think they, yeah. I, there was another typewriter behind glass that yeah. was the exact same one, so I was like, okay, that must be his actual typewriter. Yeah. So they must have gotten a model, a similar, or the same exact model. A decoy. Yeah. I didn't touch it, though, but I wanted to. Yeah. But I could feel his energy. And then the third floor was all about Slaughterhouse-Five. And nice. so there was stuff about Dresden there and the war. And So, yeah, we went there. We got there around noon. Stayed for about an hour. Because it's three, three stories, but it's not huge, you know? Yeah. So we stayed for about an hour. Got some stuff from the book, from the gift shop. And then we went to uh, Old Spaghetti Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess there was one in Columbus for a long time, but it's not there anymore. Very, it's much like the TARDIS, it's much bigger on the inside. Yes. Than I thought it would be. Yes. Well, the the one in Columbus, I believe I thought I saw they're going to be reopening. Oh, really? A new location. Okay. The, the location they were at uh, suffered damage or oh, something yes, or other. Oh, yes, that's right. And, but I'm pretty sure I saw that they, they were going to be reopening somewhere else. Which is oh, exciting. Yeah, it was really good. I always, I always enjoyed the spaghetti warehouse. It was really good. So... Yeah, so the Kurt Vonnegut Museum was really cool. Uh, I'm, you know, I've only read like a couple Kurt Vonnegut books, but uh, I'm a really big fan of his. Uh, Slaughterhouse Five is probably one of my favorite books, which we might as well transition. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find. What mine. a segue. So yeah, so the question of the month, and uh, and there was a bit of a hiccup when we posted yeah. on the the Nerd Podcast uh, Facebook page. Uh, it was getting squashed. Yeah. We're getting too big for Zuckerberg's yeah. liking. Big Zuck is That's coming That's how you know you're us. making it in life. So, I went ahead and posted, and we actually, so I had, um, quite a few responses. So here we go. You ready? Yep. So, um, from Fallon, uh, they say Airborne by Apple, and they found out that it's a trilogy. And now they need to find the other two books. I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. I was hoping you were going no. to enlighten me. Airborne? So, yeah, we'll have to ask Fallon next time we see him. Air, what is it called? Airborne by... Airborne. And the author is O-P-P-E-L. Um, my cousin Jamie says that she loves the Harry Potter series. So, mm-hmm. there we go. My buddy Chuck from work. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. I say that is a good one. I can get behind that um, one. The Shadow of the Wind... Last orders, drive. So, and and I'm sure for for Chuck, knowing him like I do, that that's just a very short uh, list. 
Yeah. I'm sure he could he could list some for days. Uh, my cousin Erica says Ender's Game. I never read Ender's Game, but everybody said it's pretty good. I have heard the same thing. Um, I've not read the books, nor have I seen the movie. So yeah, me neither. If anyone's seen the movie and has read the books, I'd be curious how they line up. Yeah, yeah. So wasn't Harrison Ford in the? Yeah, he was. Okay, very good. Uh, let's see, my buddy B. Uh, Dune. Mm, good one. Um, and and the following books, and then uh, his comment was he's read reread the first one several times. Loves that series. Uh, he also listed games uh, Game of Thrones um, as being a close second. The Stand by Stephen King. Um, the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings. Uh, my uncle Adam. The Odd Thomas series by Kuntz. Um, he also mentions Orwell's Animal Farm in 1984. Yeah. Um, they still hold up, and their prophecies are frighteningly accurate. Now, here's one thing I'll say about Animal Farm. So I've read both of them, and I, I agree with them. They're yeah. great. Animal Farm, I absolutely love. I don't know if I've told you this story before or not, but in I forget which year, junior, senior year, had to do a book report, right? Mm -hmm. And I chose Animal Farm. And my teacher gave me grief. Said it was just such a pedestrian choice or I should choose something that's a little bit how did she put it meteor or something yeah. and I'm like I'm like doesn't this isn't this subject matter yeah you know substantial enough but anywho I still ended up getting an A on the report I believe <laughs> but yeah I thought that was weird I do not know the odd Thomas series I don't know that one either but that's Dean Koontz yeah okay so here's my question isn't there a movie called odd Thomas is that related I think there is but I don't know if it's the Dean Koontz one. okay um, your buddy Ross commented, yeah. I love it when we put out wild card books, especially ones. So Dungeon Crawler Carl, say that three times fast, <laughs> and Mayor of Nubatown. Okay. I don't know those books. Don't know what those are, but now I really want to try to find them. Because yeah. Dungeon Crawler Carl especially just yeah. sounds fun. Um, let's see. Uh, buddy Jeff says... Oh, and his, I did notice his brother, Jim, commented too. Uh, Lord of the Ring, including The Hobbit and all the books in, uh, related. So that's the second Lord of the Ring. Ender's Game, second Ender's Same Game. One. The Day After Tomorrow by Alan Folsom. Not familiar with that, that one. one. Sea of Stars by Christopher uh, Polini. Okay. Harry Potter. And Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Oh, Frankenstein. Is a great read. Yeah, I've never read it. Oh, it is. I'll, yeah. I'll put it on my list for Halloween. You should. Um, and so then his brother says, Children of God and Sparrow by Mary Doria Russell. Um, it's sci-fi, fantasy, and saga all in one. So what, what more could you ask yeah. for? And um, Jim gives a vote for Stephen King's new one, The Fairy Tale. Okay. Soon to be. And I've seen that and I've thought about picking that yeah. up. Um, and I haven't yet, but it, I, I like, uh, I like the sound of it as I, so one of these, maybe the trip to the book loft. Yeah. Yeah. You've you got my attention now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know we've talked about the book loft before, but you can never plug it right. enough. Uh, if you have never been, take, take a Saturday. Yes. Go to the book loft. Yes. It's in, it's in Columbus near... German Village yeah. area. Yeah. That's the closest area to it, right? Uh, go to the book loft. It's 32 rooms of just awesomeness. Yeah. It's, I will, I will warn, if you are claustrophobic, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe go with a friend. Right. And then that way you can walk out every once in a while. They do have a nice, like, um, open courtyard. Yeah. And you can sit down on benches and they have they have books for sale outside, too. Because um, it does get a little tight in there. Um, some of the rooms are small. Just a little. And sometimes you have to walk sideways to get by. Um, but, man, is it worth it. Yeah, it's definitely I, it, worth it. You could, oh, I could spend a day there. Spend a day and a fortune. Oh, definitely a fortune. Um, one last comment on my end. My buddy Michael uh, gives, a, gives a five, part uh, five, Top five. What in the oh. heck am I trying to say? <laughs> oh, 
Thank God I don't smell uh, burning toast. Oh, no. Um, Parting Shot by Linwood Barclay. Redemption by David Baldocki. A Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. And Lethal by Sandra Brown. I've never heard of any of those. Ones. I have not either. <laughs> Michael, like Chuck, is, is quite a voracious yeah. reader, so it does not surprise me that he's got... Uh, but yeah. he, I believe he likes the mystery thrillers too. Yeah, so. I know some of those names. I just don't know those books. Yeah. But yeah, so, I, you know, I want to thank everyone for answering. My yeah. gosh, I was not expecting 13. That was yeah. great. Um, what do you got? Any, I only any have additional a ones? Uh, John Giusto, who uh, is from a podcast that interviewed me at uh, Space. Oh, okay. Uh, says to kill a mockingbird. Mm. Now, I'm assuming you've read that one. I have. Everybody's read that one, I yep. think. That's pretty good. I haven't read... There's a sequel, though, you know. Go set a Watchmen. Yes. Never, never read that one. Uh, this is a personal, close one to my heart. Cassidy McClure, who's a good friend of mine, uh, says Fahrenheit 451. Yes. And I saw it. I saw that. Obviously, I'm inclined to agree with that, because Ray Bradbury is such a personal hero of mine. I named my D&D character after him. Yeah. So. Fahrenheit 451. So... Um... I, I struggled with even coming up with the top five for this. Four, Fahrenheit 451, though, is one I would put up there. I hadn't thought of Animal Farm until I saw Monica Adam put that. I was... I struggled. One of my favorite Louis L'Amour books is actually not a Western. It's called The Walking Drum. Yeah. Um, I would probably put that on my list. <sighs> Stephen King. I just love Stephen King so much. Um, I was struggling to, to go, all oh, this one or this one. Because although I did enjoy The Stand, mm-hmm. and like it, you know, all the ones that you would expect people to say, for me, they're not super rereadable, I guess. Or I'm not inclined to want to reread yeah. them because they were just so much. Right. Um, I've read the... Different seasons, that collection of short stories, yeah. several times. Uh, there was also a collection that they did called the uh, the, the the Bachman books, and so that had like Running Man in there, and it had um, the Long Walk, which was an amazing story. Gosh, there was another one in there that now I can't think of the name. I wish I would have looked it up. But you know, I had I had um, a couple of books pop up into my memory though. The other day when I was thinking about this, there was a book by, uh, I believe the gentleman's name was Joseph Finder, and it was called Extraordinary Powers, and I really enjoyed that. Um, and then Mystery by Peter Straub okay. was really good. Um, and that made me think of The Talisman by Stephen King and Peter uh. Straub, which is which is good. Um, I always enjoyed Thinner, too. Yeah, interesting one. Um, but then... I. I love, I know we talked about this the other day, I, I uh, really enjoyed Clive Cussler, mm-hmm. um, especially the earlier stuff, and then Elmore Leonard, yeah. love Elmore Leonard stuff, uh, Maximum Bob was a fun read, mm-hmm. but then his western stuff that he did before he started doing the the, the, the crime thrillers, yeah. and I know we talked about this, but he wrote the story for 310 to Yuma, yeah. and um, and then he, there's a few Tom Selleck, a couple of Tom Selleck movies that were made on TNT that were based on, on his. Um, so yeah, so it's, that one's a tough one. Yeah. Well, I have a couple more. Okay. So Megan Andrews says, Memoirs, Memoirs of a Geisha. Okay. Or Princess Bride. I haven't read Princess Bride. I haven't yet. either. I've got it down there. Oh, you, don't, you own a copy? I, I own a copy, okay. yeah. So, uh, I would like to read that. That would be interesting to see how it compares to the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then we have one more, which is my dad. And he says, Wheel of Time and Stormlight series. Oh, okay. Which Stormlight. Yep. Yeah. But Wheel of Time, he's read a lot of that. He's read that, like, multiple times. Nice. Which is, like, a lot of reading, so. What's the... What's the one John liked? Isn't it Stormlight? It was Stormlight, I wasn't think it? it? Is. Yes. That's why that sounded familiar. Yeah. So him and my dad can talk about that. There we go. And I believe I have, and I think that's the book he got me was Stormlight. I need to read it. It's just so big and intimidating. <sighs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Hope, 
I'm hoping to, and I know this was my goal last month, I bet if we checked, was <laughs> to read Ray Bradbury, yeah, Something Wicked yeah. This Way Comes. So I have that on my to-read pile, and then I have gotten that Stephen King book, the fantasy book, yeah. uh, The Dragon's Eye. Yeah. Uh, I have that on my to-read pile. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that as the summer winds down and once we get the kids moved back to college and stuff, that maybe yeah. I'll have... A little bit more free time, but, time. you know, I also might waste it playing video games or something, too. Well, we've all been there. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I did start playing a new video game. Oh, what, what's that? Uh, the transitions in this one are pretty good. Uh-huh. The, this episode, I mean. Yeah. Our transitions. Uh, it's not a new video game. It's remastered. I started playing Alan Wake. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I'm only on Chapter 2 because I'm lazy and I don't play video games very often, but uh, they remastered it for the Switch. I've been waiting for it for a while. And uh, I happened to catch it on sale, so I got it for only $18. Nice. Um, but it's really cool so far. You're, I don't know if you know the premise, but you're basically you're a writer that's on vacation, um, and your wife goes missing, and all this weird stuff starts happening, but you can't quite tell if it's really happening or not. So, um, and there's these, like, shadow creatures that you fight. You have to shine your flashlight on them to break the shadows off of them and shoot mm-hmm. them. It's pretty cool, and uh, they're making a sequel, so that's why they remastered of it course. for the Switch. Of course, yeah. So, I need to start playing that again, but uh, I just, I got really into it, and then I just kind of stopped playing for a minute, because I was reading, or watching, or something, and writing, so, um, yeah, but, so I, that's the that's the game I started playing, but. Awesome. But he's a writer, so he, he writes, like, horror books. Yeah. And, uh. I like that. I like when the protagonist is a writer. That's pro- partly why I started watching Murder, Murder She Wrote, uh, even though that show's kind of absurd. But <laughs> Hating on Jessica Fletcher like I that. I would never. My She's too sweet, an old lady. But but uh, rest in peace. Rest in well. peace. Yeah, I have so many books. I actually I got No Country for Old Men from the library. Mm. Took a while to come in because Cormac McCarthy just died, so every copy was checked out of the system. You have to let me know how you like that. I enjoyed the movie. Have you read any of his books? So I try. I, I read The Road. Okay, I hear that's um, a, a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do not suggest reading that if if you're not feeling good about yeah, life. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It, it's. I put it down a bunch. So I actually originally bought that for Sharon. She started reading it. She never finished it oh, okay. because she's like, I no. Uh, and so I read it. I had to put it down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. I've not read anything else by him. Um, he also did, didn't he do All the Pretty Horses? Yeah. And um, what's the one that's famous now after All the Pretty Horses or, or whatnot took uh, off? Blood Meridian? Uh, Blood, yeah, Blood Meridian. I've never read that. Yeah, I, I think I started listening to that one, but... I couldn't get very far. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I hear he's a pretty great writer, but like hard to read. I yeah. So I, yes, based on the one book. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would agree with that. But you know, there's a lot there. Look, I love Stephen King books. Yeah, but there are times where that man can just go on. Yeah, and. I, I forget which book it was, but all of a sudden I consciously stopped and went, how many pages have I been reading about this one <laughs> yeah. thing? And um, so, yeah, there's something to be said about, you know, being succinct. Yeah. Well, yeah, you won't have you won't have any problems like that in Night of the Slug. <laughs> <laughs> so. It gets right to the point. It gets right to the point. I mean, you know exactly what you're in for, yeah. like, by page three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I appreciate. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, in, in the modern world, we have less time for dilly down. We do. Yeah. Gotta so, get to the point. Let's go. Get to, What's going on? What's going on with the slug? Yeah. So. I mean, you put it right there in the title. Yeah. So. I did start, I will say I also started writing the next one. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's called Two Heads Are Better Than None. Beautiful. So I'm, I need to pick that back up because I, I took a little bit of a break from it, but um, I started writing that one. So I'm hoping that that's. Something I can get done soon-ish. I mean, you know, I don't know. It takes a while to write. And then edit and rewrite and re-edit. And... Plus, for 
for a full size story. Yeah, I'm sure it takes a lot longer. Yeah, it takes longer, and it just you have to do more conscious outlining. Like with the short stories, I don't outline as much. I kind of know where I'm going. Sure. Well, with longer stories, I need to outline because I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, gotta keep yourself on track. I'm thinking about making us another mystery series. I was thinking about doing the writer. Yeah. Right, but then I was like, I don't know if that's too much like Murder She Wrote or um, Castle. Um, so I was thinking, wouldn't it be kind of interesting if it was like an old an old lady who was like a librarian that solved mysteries? And I was like, I could do like a series of cozy mysteries, like like Death in the Library, or like <laughs> Book Club Murder, and Book Club Murder, yeah, yeah. Just I thought that'd be interesting because when you're in the library, you are like the center of a community. So there's lots of people coming in, and you get access to all the books and stuff, so you can kind of be like, oh, like, I wonder if this plot could be taken in real life, you know? So I just thought that might be kind of an interesting twist, is like a little old lady who's a kind of murder she wrote, but as a librarian, and... She's like like the library cop from Seinfeld? Yeah. There we go. I was thinking, like... uh, Does she follow the Dewey death system? Oh, oh, Dewey death system. There we go. That's the next, that's the first TM. <laughs> that's the first book in the series, The Dewey Death. <laughs> oh. But I don't know. I'm thinking about, I'm not sure what I'm going to do after. I like I, But I was talking to you about doing more short stories, so yeah. I was thinking about doing that. But the nice thing about short stories is you can kind of pump those out. Yeah. You don't have to write them for like a whole year. And You know, I wonder if we could get any interest in like a... Uh... Some kind of, like, group or something where, you know, we do some kind of writing. Like a writer's group? Like a writer's group. Yeah. And either meet meet somewhere locally, like walking distance, or or uh, somewhere that doesn't sell booze. Although, what fun would that be? <laughs> um, but, yeah. Just kind of yeah. get together and bounce ideas in a non, you know, make it a safe space so people right. can share their ideas and... and and uh, if they if they want any help on how to advance their story, yeah. you know how how they might be able to go about doing that, or maybe just letting someone hear their work that maybe they've never done before. Yeah. And and I think that's a good idea. Like I've I've wanted to do a writers group for a while. Um, I think it's really valuable. Yeah. Um, especially when you're in an area where there's like not necessarily a lot of writers. I love your screensaver. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Sorry, ADD. He's got Cole Jack the Night Stalker on his uh, phones. <laughs> I'm showing the microphone like they can see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where. I just found the Cole Jack online when that's he, awesome. he's just surrounded by all these monsters. That's great. But one of them looks like a swamp monster. So when we do our cult TV yeah. uh, episode, that's I mean that's right near the top, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Very good. Definitely. But yeah, no, a writer's group I think would be fun. Yeah. I mean, and and if people didn't want to meet in person, I wonder if we could do it, you know, via Zoom or yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be neat. And plus, too, if someone's a lazy writer like myself, <laughs> um, it would kind of force, Yeah. hey, you need to get something yeah. ready. Yeah, I like that idea. I can put out some feelers. You put yeah. out some feelers. And... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe talk to some local people too, because, you know, hey, would you would you mind a group meeting here? Yeah. Not that I mean we could just meet somewhere, and right? Just talk and right. not like it would have to be anything official for the for the business. But yeah, that'd be kind of neat. We could like start a little cafe and be like beatniks. Oh, what? Oh, there we go. Smoke cigarettes and play bongos. And now we really need to win the lottery. We yeah. can just build our own little our little own. Beatnik slice of heaven. Always wanted to be a beatnik. Yeah. Can I have one of those cigarettes that you know you have in like that plastic yeah. handle that's you, way far out? You pretty much have to. Yeah. And yeah. only refer to each other as daddy o. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but. Well, you know what? We we came a far far way from sweaty bear. So, <laughs> from wow. sweaty bear to beatniks. Sweaty there beatniks. <laughs> That's the name of the cafe. The Sweaty Beatniks. The, the Sweaty Beatniks. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Please. Oh, God. Please have mercy. Yes. Uh, help us. Help us now. But, yeah. yeah. Well, you got anything else? 
I'm trying to think if I did anything else. Like I said, it was very... Uh, it was a weird month. It was a weird month. It was a very quick month. Yeah. Um, it, it was just very... A lot of foundation laying. So, yeah. like, next month I'll probably have more... Awesome. ...that I can say, but I will have more to talk about because yeah. of mini con and everything. I will say, um, by the time this show airs, that... Because what, what is... What actual day is the end of the month? Monday. Yeah. So, next Friday, uh, the boy and I are going to do the uh, uh, Barbenheimer. Uh, oh, feature. wow. We're going we're gonna to do Oppenheimer and Barbie. You have to let me know how it is. I will do that. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't realize Oppenheimer was such a long movie, though. How long is it? I think someone told I think maybe said it's three hours. That sounds about right. I mean, it is Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So. Wow. So you're doing a double feature, though? Yes. So, I'm hoping to put lunch in between, obviously. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, but I think, yeah, I think we're going to try to do that. Which, are you more excited for one over the other? Um, no. No. It's just a day for us to hang out. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. I don't think it matters what the two movies are. Sure. Uh, I don't mind seeing either of them, but... Neither one of them were high on my, oh my God, my radar, right, right. you know, where I, I got to watch. Um, so, I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. I'm hearing good things. Yeah. And I actually hear the Barbie movie's very fun. Yeah, I hear it's good. So, so I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, it's just going to, it'll be a long day. <laughs> so, it's going to be long, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, but other than that, so, at the end of August, we'll uh, tell everyone how it was. Yeah. You know, I think... Unless you come to Minicon, and then uh, I'll tell you right there. Then yeah, then you know. Which is almost the end of the month, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think when uh, they did the Dark Knight Returns, we did the triple feature. Wow. So we watched all three of them. No. Because AMC, yeah, AMC was doing a thing. It was like watch the first two and then watch Dark Knight Rises. Sweet Jesus. So that wasn't terrible. So. Wow. That was Batman. So. Yeah. And they were good Batman. Yeah. So. It wasn't like it was, you know, you were watching Batman and Robin. You're watching the first three to get to Batman and yeah. Robin. <laughs> Can you imagine? Although I think I did see Batman and Robin in theaters. I did too. <laughs> I did too. I think I, I did. hated every minute of it. I was fine with it because I was like, I was going to say you were probably much younger I was than I was. Like eight. I was. I was a. I was a very angry. Uh, was I? Was I still a teenager or was I? Can't remember now. What year did it come out? Late nineties. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I was a teenager <laughs> anymore. But yeah, I was very angry. I remember going with, with a handful of friends, and I wanted to leave. <laughs> I've never wanted to walk out of a theater more. I just remember being. That's like, not true, Monkey Bone. <laughs> I wanted to walk. Man, out. You have a bone to pick with Monkey Bone. <sighs> Boy, that mo- that movie was rough too. I've never walked out of a movie, but. No, I'm too cheap. So. I, I've never thought about walking out of a movie, but... Oh. No. <laughs> I have thought. <laughs> then I realized I paid money for this. Yeah. 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 And then the internet will come along and you can write about it on the blog. So. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some place to focus that rage. Yeah. Oh, that's so. the other thing. I brought back the blog. That's right. I brought back... It came from the screen. It came I from the screen. took about two months off because I was working on other things and I was like, you know what? When you're a multimedia mogul like yourself, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to juggle at all. It, it is. It really is. I almost need the assistance, like, to hire an assistant yeah. to go straight for me. <laughs> but, yeah, so I brought that back. So I did The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price. Next week, I think I'm going to do The Ghostbusters. Nice. Not, you know, not The Ghostbusters, but The Ghostbusters from with Forrest Tucker and uh, yeah. Larry Storch. Yeah. So you can read about that obscure piece of cinema history, well, oh, TV history. TV history, yeah. Yeah. Last Man on Earth is a, I love that movie. It's so sinister feeling, yes. like, wow. Yes. Compared to some of the movies that I've watched for the blog, like The Stuff and yeah. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, yeah. it's real, man. Yeah, it is, as, it is so worth a watch, yeah. though. I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Vincent Price, man. He's great. I can't wait to do more Vincent Price movies. Yeah. You should. I'm going to for sure. The price is right. Oh. There you go. 
overkill. There's a gem for you. There it is. That's <laughs> not only is that. Well, I don't know if I should say this, but trivia category. Oh, I'm locking that one in. There we go. I love it. I love it. There we go. I'm gonna have to have to study up on my bone up. There we yeah. go. There's the there's the old college term. I'm gonna I was have to, to monkey bone up on. No, I'm gonna have to monkey bone up on my Vincent Price knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a little disappointed with myself that uh, we fell out of the top three. Well, you you technically you were in in the running, but you just lost by a, a yeah, tiebreaker. That slip and slide. Well, here's the thing. So. Three, two of the questions I had the right answers for, and then I second-guessed myself. Oh. And so then I went with the answers that uh, uh, other teammates had given. Yeah. And, uh, and then it turns out my answers were right. And it's like, so yeah. never, no. there's your lesson, kids. Yeah. Never doubt yourself. Go yeah. with your gut instinct. It's never wrong unless you're trying to, you know, walk into oncoming traffic. Then maybe you shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's not right. But, no. but usually the gut is the... Is is correct? Yeah, usually. Yeah, so yeah, awesome. Very good. Well, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. And if you're listening to this, hopefully, you've already listened to the Transformer yeah. uh, episode that dropped. Hopefully, you guys like that as much as we liked recording it. Which reminds me, because of the Transformers episode, I think I have a new mission. Yeah. In life, I, it's called Operation transformers <laughs> i guess is what i'm calling it but pluto tv has like all the transformers on yes it. they do so i was like maybe i should watch all the transformers dude i what after you told me i had to re-download pluto yeah. i didn't read i hadn't downloaded it onto the um onto the ps4 oh yeah and and it's thankfully it remembered me and all that good stuff so i didn't have to redo anything and i finally found that channel and yeah. Yeah, i watched i don't know three, four, five episodes. Yeah. And then the next day, well, yesterday, I got got home early because I worked four to noon and got on there and they had gone to Transformers Animated. Oh, yeah. They had, they had run the gambit. I did not realize. I'm just sitting there going, man, I hope they just, I love Gen 1. Yeah. But it's like, eventually you're just going to start rerunning all those. Well, you, you can were, get each series on there. Oh, demand. are they part yeah. of the? Are they part of the on demand? It's like yeah, if you search Transformers, there's a channel for it. Yeah, but there's also each kind of like with the Twilight Zone yeah. and stuff that I yeah. found. Yeah, yeah, which is odd. It had episode or seasons one, two, three, and five. That is weird. Didn't have season four. Hmm. What reason? That's the reason only to be found in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, but yeah, Pluto TV underrated. It is underrated. Because they've, they've got a lot of good TV shows and movies that yeah. right there on demand that you can pop on. Yeah. And they've got a Bob Ross channel. Yeah. So, I mean, hello, Bob Ross and the Transformers. <laughs> what more do you need? Yeah. They need to have a Bob Ross Transformers, what they need to have. Yeah. He turns into a happy little tree. He turns into a happy little tree. Yeah, why not? The afro, right. his afro his is his tree leaves. Yeah. It's right there. It's right there, Hasbro. Hasbro, we are giving you gold today. Oh, man. Oh, well. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Wait till the re- the royalty checks come in. That's what I'm going to do. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, well, don't hold your breath, buddy. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Well, hey, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook, the Twitter, the Gram. The X. Uh, the axe, you know, yeah. Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Just oh, rebranded yeah. as X, right? Is, is is that that's what the, is that real? Yeah, that's what that's I heard. happening. I don't know, but that's what I heard. Sweet, that man is delusional. We'll see how long that lasts. God, anyways, <laughs> you know what? No, not yep, gonna, not gonna go there. Not gonna go there. Not gonna go there. But if you guys have any suggestions for uh, questions of the month, yeah. Uh, just submit them either on my Facebook page or Jordan's or the Nerd Podcast yeah. Facebook page, Twitter. Or, or if you have Instagram. my number, you can text me. Uh, yes, or if you know me intimately, <laughs> yes, you can You can text my cellular telephone Ooh. and uh, leave me a message. Yeah. And I might get back with you. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'm a busy person. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Not usually, but sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But yeah, so... 
drop us a line. Let us know. I know John gave us a few good ideas. Yeah. So you guys got to beat John's ideas, or maybe we'll start using his. Yeah. So uh, let's turn this into a competition. Win our love. This is going to be like the squid game. Oh. There we go. Yep. Ha-ha. The nerd game. <laughs> the nerd game. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks a bunch, and we'll see you next time. Stay nerdy.